The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This episode of Markets Daily is sponsored by Kraken. It's Friday, July 28th, 2023, and this is Markets Daily from Coindesk. George Clute is here again with your weekend story. On today's show, we're taking a look at Twitter, specifically crypto Twitter. And just a reminder, Coindesk is a news source and does not provide financial advice. I will be reading an opinion piece by Coindesk's chief insights columnist, David Z. Morris, titled, Twitter is dead. Long live crypto Twitter. I spent a few months this morning exploring my Twitter archive. I'm reflecting on what the social media site has meant for the world of cryptocurrency and contemplating what the possible end of crypto Twitter means for the future. It's time for that reflection because Twitter as we know it is now officially gone with the sudden rebrand this week to x.com. That followed months of palpable decline in this site's vitality thanks to an extortionate subscription drive meant to replace cratering advertising revenue. Now, Elon Musk seems to have lost all interest in the actual social media product, announcing that Twitter would become the core of an ill-defined everything app. Explaining these impulsive moves is beyond my scope here, but there is one compelling thesis I would invite you to contemplate. This appears to have been my first tweet about Bitcoin, sent on April 4th, 2013. And it says, Retweet at M. Widener, detailed article on the Bitcoin phenomenon, volume of tweets about Bitcoin correlate with its value, and then includes a medium link. For the youths, this was before retweets were a hard-coded feature. So you just typed RT before copy-pasting someone else's tweet. I should also say it's impressive that Twitter's, sorry, x.com's nearly two-decade archive still works as well as it does. We'll see how long that lasts. Scrolling back through these ancient scribblings, I also found a timeline of the evolution of my own thinking about crypto. That was driven by conversations and interactions with people smarter than me, starting with Andreas Antonopoulos. I connected with Andreas and many other vital thinkers largely via Twitter, and it continues to function as both a better version of LinkedIn and an archival Rolodex of practically all the smart people in crypto I've ever interacted with. Right at my fingertips, I have a catalog of experts on various topics whose expertise I'm confident in because I've communicated with them for weeks before I tap them for help with a story. My experience is just one small node in a constellation of similarly productive connections made through Twitter, including important debates, but also hiring, strategic alliances, and deal-making. That utility is unlikely to disappear completely, 
but moves like limiting direct messaging for non-subscribers seem almost certain to reduce it. The decline of Twitter has had crypto types eyeing alternatives for months. Once enough people head for the exits, we could suddenly find that the real crypto Twitter is no longer actually on the site formerly known as Twitter.com. What comes after crypto Twitter? There are about a half a dozen sites attracting refugees from Twitter slash X.com. They all have some appeal, but after months of widespread taste testing, there are a few clear winners, and some that seemingly aren't going to make it. The winners. BitcoinTalk.org. The most venerable and important discussion board in the cryptocurrency ecosystem has never gone away. Yes, it's almost exclusively focused on Bitcoin, but it and other old-school forms deserve a revitalization as Twitter drains users. Not only does it feature a historically invaluable archive of the foundational discussions that created today's crypto world, its solid reputation system helps clarify who's worth listening to. More generally, the forum format of threaded discussion encourages reasoned and detailed debate rather than engagement farm shouting. Noster. Many Bitcoiners seem to be congregating here. Noster is a true decentralized protocol that uses a familiar, at least to coiners, public-private key pair system and relays that doesn't rely on a central server to distribute content. It has been broadly praised by no less crypto titan than Jameson Lop, though it's not without its shortcomings. This seems like a necessary ad for the most serious cypherpunks in crypto. Blue Sky. Blue Sky is shaping up as a most attractive Twitter alternative for people who are smart and normal, both capitalized. Its user experience is effectively identical to Twitter's, though with fewer features. It has already attracted a critical mass of coastal media and policy establishment that first made Twitter great, and who Elon aggressively alienated with his verification changes. This is where I foresee myself spending the most time in a worst-case future. David provides his Blue Sky link, which will be included in the show notes. Discord. The shift of the crypto world to narrower and less public Discord servers began long before Twitter's decline, but it seems almost certain to accelerate post-Elon. That tracks what could be a broader shift of internet discussion to more private and exclusive settings, which I see mostly as a net benefit to the formation of strong communities rooted in deep understanding and longer-term relationships. Lastly, Reddit. Reddit remains an incredible place to talk seriously about almost anything, including crypto. Like Bitcoin Talk and other forums, its reputation system and format are ideal for nuanced discussion. That said, it's important to remember that each subreddit has its own mods and agenda, exemplified by the generational feud between rBitcoin and rBTC. And here are some losers. Mastodon. Mastodon is you think you want it, but you actually don't encapsulate it as a social media network. Mastodon's federated model embodies some ideas that crypto types should love, but reports from users have generally found the experience clunky, and while it's interesting, the federated server model seems a bit too isolating, limiting the potential for networking. Threads. While Mastodon may be too technically wonky for many, Threads seems flawed in the other direction. Too accessible and too limited. Perhaps above all, the requirement of associating a Threads account with an Instagram account makes pseudonymity more difficult a huge negative for crypto users. By many accounts, the quality of Threads content is also very low and seems likely to stay that way for structural reasons. However, Threads does offer one silver lining. It could be an appealing home for influencers, bots, and scams, which rely on a huge pool of susceptible targets. That could mean that they get separated from the more robust and grounded crypto discourse, which would be a good thing. Meet the all-new Kraken Pro, the powerful, customizable, beautiful way to trade crypto. It's Kraken's most powerful trading platform ever, 
packed with trading features like advanced order management and analytics tools, all in a redesigned, modular trading interface. So head to pro.kraken.com and trade like a pro. Not investment advice. Some crypto products and markets are unregulated. The unpredictable nature of the crypto assets market can lead to loss of funds and profits, may be subject to capital gains tax. The bottom line, there's no real replacement. The variety of attractive options for Twitter and McGray strongly suggests that there will be no single easy replacement for Twitter. The features and infrastructure of services like Blue Sky and Nostra matter when you're forced to choose a new social platform. But no feature can compete with the multitude of connections built up over many years, the follows and followers known as your social graph. That may be enough to keep a critical mass of crypto Twitter active on the new x.com. Elon has certainly managed to degrade the experience and alienate users, but it might remain just slightly better than any of the alternatives, simply because most people are already there and will stay. I am personally still most active on the former Bird app. This also drives home a larger point, one that should not be no surprise to crypto adherents. This kind of public infrastructure should not be so easily co-opted and dismantled by one very rich guy. If there's one huge upside to the fall of Twitter, it may be that the general public starts thinking more seriously about data portability and other issues that we've been shouting about for a solid decade. Okay, George again. I want to add one thing to everything that David has said because I generally agree. And that, of course, has to do with Noster. As a Bitcoiner, you're probably not surprised to hear that I like Noster and like the idea of it. The one point that I think we should focus on is the new idea of being verified on Twitter. To be verified on Twitter now, you have to pay $8. That's not really the issue. The issue is that you have to have your identity verified. Elon has come out himself and said that Twitter accounts will have proof of personhood embedded in them. While on the surface that doesn't seem like a problem, it might well be. We just keep giving away just a little bit more of our privacy, and eventually, we'll have none of it at all. I know I sound like a broken record. But your privacy is critical and giving up identification documents for the sake of your access to a social network should be met swiftly with criticism and scrutiny. In any event, I hope you guys have a good weekend. Bye now. And that's our show for today. Thank you for listening. For those of you still with us, we'd love to hear what you think. You can email podcasts at coindesk.com with the subject line Markets Daily. I'm George Kalutis, and this episode was produced and edited by Eleanor Paul with executive production by Jared Schwartz. And just a reminder, Coindesk is a news source and does not provide investment advice. I'll see you all tomorrow.